All right, welcome to the Straight Red Card. The recording is in progress. Make sure you like, subscribe, share it with your Uncle Otis, and another owning. Hit the Busey bell. All right, um, because that helps us. Things are slow right around these days. Everybody's got football fatigue. We're waiting for the qualifiers to start. But um, anyhow, not going to bitch about the algorithm tonight. Um, so, Brett, we'll start with Friday. But um, I just wanted to say this because as I was walking my dog the other day in 32 degree weather. Um, there were a bunch of motherfuckers in my neighborhood. The dog has been freezing the shit off because, I mean, the small, yeah. you have a small dog, man. Yeah, he's a small dog. He's not like it. But I was walking him and he was going to walk home and be in my house. I saw motherfuckers have their dogs out in their backyards, in their fucking little uh, dog houses and shit. I'm like, nah, these dogs don't like this shit. Bring them in the house, man. Don't leave them out there. All depends on the dog. My my parents have an Akita, uh, Akita German Shepherd mix, and that dog is built for the outdoors. It's built to uh, dog sled shit. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's one exception to the rule, but that's not generally what I yeah, see. Yeah, they have a uh, a lab sitting outside in twenty degree weather. You don't think that short haired dog would love it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, boxers yeah. would love that Danes. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be you gotta be conscious of what kind of dog you own. Yeah. If it's a husky or whatever, they could probably put up well, with that yeah. shit. It, but I never understood unless you're unless you're hunting purposes. I've never understood the concept of having a dog and just keeping it outdoors, anyways. I don't either. Dogs are supposed to be companions. What are you? Just uncompanionable? Dogs love people, so you just must be a piece of shit if your dog doesn't even like you as much. And you're like, ah, fuck off, dog. You just throw them in the backyard for, you know, 12 hours a day. What's the point of having a dog then? Anyhow, eh, rant, (laughs) dog rant. Um, So Friday, John Brooks went 90 and a loss. So he's not totally out of the picture at Wolfsburg, but they did lose and he did play. Uh, Joe Efford, 63 for Vaseline Beveren in a tie. Uh, His Montez. A uh, guy who plays on the same team didn't. He was in the 18 game play. Uh, Brian Ko isn't even dressing anymore for Victoria Berlin. So my guess is they're sending him back to Wolfsburg. Um, Benyas, Young A, or he had the Rona. Either one of the Either two. Either one, yeah. Yeah. Benyas, Young A, Abiol, 90 for tennis. Borussia, still one of my favorite names for a team. He got a goal. Tennis, Borussia. Uh, Dante Sealy, 30 and a tie for PSC V2. Mute to Saturday. <clears throat> Dwayne Holmes, 89, a goal and a win for Huddersfield. Nice. Good for him. Yeah. Mighton went 50 for Nottingham Forest. How about how about the other? How about the other gang? <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yes, yes, yes. Ben, bench, baby. Where uh, he belongs, where he likes no. it. He likes his cozy buttocks on he the loves bench. that English pine. Yep, Horvath just, you know, it's just <laughs> his fate, apparently. But yeah, EPB came out and played 90 for Troyes. Oh, nice. Yeah, or Troyes, as I'm told, it's yeah. properly pronounced. I guess French is my weak, my should, uh, spot. You should have responded with, okay, Troyes. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, but the team did lose. They did lose in a cup game. So that's not good. In PKs. Uh, Weya is still injured. Tyler Adams went 83. Actually, came in in the seventh minute for some dude who was injured. 
versus for Armenia, the injured guy. I know for versus Armenia Billifield, who they should be killing, and they lost. So something's not right in Leipzig. Nothing's been right yet. They got much. they got the Red Bull system now that that Marsh is gone. Right? They should be fine. <laughs> they should be good. Noel Marsh was the Red Bull system. This guy's not playing point the taken, same point way. Taken. Yeah. yeah. Start, Champ- you know, the, the new the, the light the new Leipzig. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, it just lets guys be more lazy. Um, Chandler. <laughs> Chandler went 90 in a win for Frankfurt. I mean, that guy's playing a lot this Logan season. And good for him. Yeah. Scally at left back, 90 in a tie versus Hoffenheim uh, from uh, Richard Gladbach. Totally sat down to watch that game because two Yanks in the game. I was like, score. Womp. Womp, and this this is womp. to Filippo. You really don't have to say Borussia Mönchengladbach. In Germany, uh, you can shorten that to Gladbach or typing it. I just, I just, typing, I just put I put M apostrophe Bach. So it's just Mbach. There you go. You, well, they don't it's do fam- that. Famous Hanson song, right? Nope. Mbach. No, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. But no one in Germany runs around going Mbach. It's either Gladbach or Munchen Gladbach, but nobody actually ever says Borussia Munchen Gladbach. That's too long. So most people I like do. His, Glad- I like the way he wor- how he phrases it though. He oh, I do too. Show not Dortmund. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where were we? Chris Richards in the 18 didn't play. That was kind of out of nowhere. But I know that in the game before, he was beat on a through pass and everybody made a fucking shit ton about that. Maybe his coach did too. I don't know, but sad to see him not starting uh, in that. Back well, and I, we had, we had this, had this conversation with the poster because uh, uh, somebody who posted on our video, let me rephrase that. I guess that's weird. If I was talking to a poster. Yagnu. But... It was Yagnu. <laughs> Yagnu. But yeah. He, he had mentioned, he's like, yeah, you know, he got beat on this one. It, look, it looks like he got beat on this one. I'm like going back through and pausing it, trying to do in every frame a second. Or every room we pause. I mean, uh, it looked like when he was coming back into the box, he had a choice between covering the guy who was crashing in the center or marking his man out wide. And he tried to almost do like both, but then he just got, kind of got out of position in that sense. And I don't know yeah, yeah. enough about it if that would have been the better decision to try to play like almost like a zone and hope for a bad, not a great cross. But you kind of bit him. And if that if that's what benched him, I'd be shocked. Yeah, I'm hoping that's not the case. Maybe giving him a rest or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's playing a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, not a lot, a lot, but you know, enough. A lot of uh, yeah. Timothy Tillman, 70 in a tie uh, for Firth. A tie for Firth. Wow. They had a win and a draw. Really? Green didn't play. Um, nope. He was in the 18. Only two results of the season so far, and he didn't play in either of them. So people are talking about Julian Green as an attacking midfielder being considered neat to now start talking about Timothy Tillman because he took his ass. He took his job. Well, before uh, the games I watched of Green playing for uh, for them, he always seemed to be playing more of a wide role anyways, like a, a wide central midfielder, if you will. He's done a lot of both. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he started off more of a CAM, and now they've kind of changed the uh, – formation so he doesn't really fit as much so eh, we'll see what happens Gio Reyna is still injured McKenney 72 in a win for Juventus um and I thought he played pretty well I don't know if you got a chance yeah. to watch it um, I mean, he, looked, he looked good he was the motor they need 
They don't have any other motors. Everybody else is not. No one else is a motor. Mm. He's a motor. And he covers up for a lot of other people's laziness. And um, well, we, we talk about this a lot off air. We've talked about it on air as well sometimes. But a lot of what he brings to the team is not necessarily even. Uh, so a lot of what he brings to the team is where he, he will he will immediately pressure the ball or the player after a dispossession. And I don't know if it's just the quick abruptness that causes the opposition to force a pass or make a bad pass, but then Juve usually capitalizes and recovers the ball. So it's, it's a stat you never see because what would you call that? And how do you how do you, yeah. how, do you how do you uh, how do you account for that? So yeah, that's a lot of what he does. He is a motor in the midfield, um, not just getting up and down the field, but also just forcing errors. Yeah, he is. I mean, he, like I said, I just describe it as he's the motor. Yeah. Like he's, he's everywhere. He, he makes the right decisions about counter uh, against a, uh, when the other team gains possession, he makes the anti-possession press. So, and it often leads to the ball ending up back with Ju- Juventus. So Ian Harks is, I, he's injured or he's got the Rona. Um, Miazga's got the Rona. Uh, Wingo is injured. For Fairman Karas, uh, Dest um, did not dress, so he's either on the he was not on the injury list either. So he must have the Rona, or they're just like fuck it, let's get pretty ready close, to sell the sell this close guy. To January, yep, yep. Um, you know what? I didn't put down what Luca De La Torre, Keith Perry, or Chris Durkin did. <laughs> I did no research there. Wait <laughs> a all... slack, Derek. Jeez. I know. I don't know what happened there, but I missed all of those guys. So Keith Perry's injured, so he didn't play. Chris Durkin, I'm not sure about. Luca De La Torre, who knows? He could have played 20. He could have played 90. Uh, look it up yourself. All right. Uh, <laughs> Lennon Gooch, 90 and a tie. Uh, Jalen Hawkins and Justin Butler just again after being like on the roster and some of them playing and even one of them starting they didn't dress at all for Ingolstadt so maybe they got the Mm. Rona I'm just less like the answer for everything when there's no injury list like (laughs) they got the Rona Uh, Leonard Maloney uh, Dortmund 2 90 in a win Johan Gomez Jonathan's brother 90 in a Zwickau loss Dom Duncan, who is 22, played 90 for R.W. Colbentz. Uh, Adam Langlis in the 18 for R.W. Oberhausen. Uh, new guy, new new dude here, new player. Braden Smith, 17-year-old, out of the New York City FC Academy, is in the Osnabrook's U19s. So he dressed, didn't play. Um, but that's a new name. I mean, these that's we were talking about this in another show. It's like what kids are growing over? I have no fucking clue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no one reported on this, so fuck it. Uh Novakovic was in the 18. Era Yibi, 24 Ankaraguchu, who are now second. They had another win. They're now second and in the promotion zone in uh, the Turkish second second division. Well, Yedlin went 66 in a tie for Galatasaray. They're in 10th. That's Ooh. like really, really low for them. Yeah. Really low. Yeah. Uh, Galatasaray is a Champions League every year team. So this is not good. Um, 
Sunday. We moved to Sunday. Zach Steffen in the 18, as usual. Christian Pulisic, 90. Let's talk about this. They went 0-0 with Wolves, but they keep playing Pulisic as a center forward instead of a real false nine or even a CAM behind Mount and Zayic, which would be much more preferable. Like, make him the link between the midfield and Zayic and um, and Mount. But that's not what, what's going on. He's playing with his back to goal for Chelsea. This is insane. Mm. He's five foot nine. He weighs like a buck fifty wet. Yeah, play with your back. This... Yeah, play with your back to goal. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, dude. I mean, if there's ever one position where he might get clipped a lot more, it's playing with his back to the goal like that. Yeah, and so when, um, when our friend George Benson says that. He you know, he gives him a yellow card uh, for the play because he gives up yellow cards and red cards for bad play you know, on his assessment. So I'm like, really? Give him a yellow for what? You know, I mean, you really expect him to play with his back to goal? And is this really Christian Pulisic's position? And he did say, yes, granted, he's playing out of position. Now, this I will say, Christian Pulisic, unless he's been told not to do so, I mean, he should be coming back and asking for the ball but i'm guessing in tuchel's system he's been told no don't do that we need a player in the box as we advance up the field well, so don't come back and get that the reminds ball. me that reminds me of uh of on the honduras usa game when uh after you know pepe gets his goal and uh assist i think yeah one assist i think maybe almost had two assists but uh mm-hmm. he post game you would imagine like praise and everything coming from uh berhalter and Berhalter's criticism of him was, yeah, he was, uh, when we were in the defense, he was pressing too much on their back line. Yeah. And it's just sort of like, I mean, you could send the rest of your team up there and press them in their defensive third, but I mean, it's just sometimes, sometimes uh, things are just decided by the coach of things you're not supposed to do. So in that situation, maybe Pulisic is not being asked to check back. Maybe he's just sort of playing that, that role up there. That's exactly right. And I don't blame that on Pulisic. I blame it on Tuchel. And you can say I'm a fucking Pulisic suck up well, if you want to, but I don't see yeah. how there's any way he can succeed if that's what he's being asked to do. Now, if he's if he's being told you have free range to move all over, and he's not doing it, that's on Pulisic. But it's pretty clear that's not the case. Well, I mean, just just look at Pulisic when he's with the net with the U.S. Nets. He's there, there's so many times when, when it's not working in our possession, he's not getting the ball. He's checking back into our defensive third, even behind our central midfield options. So right. he wants the ball. So if he's not checking back to the ball in the game, then that would lead me to believe that that's a instruction from Tuchel saying, hey, I need you up here for X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Do not check back. Let Mountains Zach do that. Was he yep. how we pronounce it? And let yep, them do it. Let them do it. You stay up there, you know? Yeah. That seems pretty obvious to me. So I think any criticism of him playing under this system as a center forward, that's on Tuchel. It's not on Pulisic. I mean, I'd even move Mount into the center forward position before I'd move Pulisic into that. I'd, I'd switch them. i put Pulisic out left and put Mount in the middle. And if you're going to stick to sure. that system, because um, I think Mount. That's what he plays. More or less, the position he plays with England, doesn't he? That central role. 
Doesn't no, matter. I'm talking as a center forward, not as a CAM. I, I'm just I'm just saying though, like at that point, why not just have your wingers or your, your top two and have play with more or less a ten, and not really play with a target man? Why not just look to split the scenes? You know, I mean, if you're going to play three in the back and four in the middle, why not just go um, three, four, uh, one, two, and have a left forward, right forward, and have ballistic play as the linking guy but between the forwards yeah. and the midfield makes much more sense to me but hey i'm not goddamn the god's gift of the world isn't that isn't that everybody's argument when you start critiquing somebody like well he he's a he's a coach for a big team who do you coach and like does that mean he's infallible he can't make a mistake you can't criticize him yeah shit i, mean, I coach i'm not even talking about tuchel in this situation we get a lot of this with talk about burhalter I mean, well, he coached and he coached for in Sweden and he's MLS coach and now he's the national team coach. What do you do? I'm like, I have eyeballs and I can see. <laughs> Just- Dude, some of the best architects I know don't have an architect's license that work at architect mm-hmm. firms and build all the buildings. And all the guys that are the architects do is sign off on it because they have an arch- architect's um, they whatever. Shake, they shake hands, uh, clip ribbons and kiss babies, right? Well, it's because the architects got their degree <laughs> and they took the fucking courses and paid all the money to get um, whatever affirmed as architects. But their designers are the geniuses. So whatever. Don't. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not buying this thing that like there are a lot of people out in the world and they're all idiots. And only Thomas Tuchel is fucking a genius. No, he's fucking a genius. No, is a fucking genius. I'm sure he's fucking himself. (laughs) So I guess to himself, he's fucking a genius. Sure, he jacks off. All right. um, (laughs) Probably appropriate. I appreciate you spilling that out for all of us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Conran went 60. Gio Caccini went, and I pronounced that perfectly. So that guy's like, yeah, you guys can't pronounce that. Fuck you. Yes, I can. (laughs) Gio Caccini. Uh, he played a cup game for Montpellier, but the information was so shady. I wasn't willing to quote it. It was so shady. So, um, the cup information for the cup games in France are just like garbage. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's up by now, but when I was doing this, no, wasn't up info. Wasn't a game was over by three hours. No info. Uh, told John went 80 in a win. For Sassuolo, uh, Busio, 69, and Tessman, 58, and a tie. The only thing I would say about that is that the guy that replaced Tessman in the 58th minute, Henri, French guy, not mm-hmm. that Henri, um, scored the Henry. goal that tied the game. No, it's Henri. He <laughs> pronounces his name Henri as well. Uh, but he scored the tying goal, and that's good. Benesi needed that. Mm-hmm. DeVries. Went back to the basement, did not dress. Toppy still injured. Ledesma was in the end 18 for PSV, did not play. Otisawe continues to do not dress for Club Bruges. Man, they are really giving him an ass beating. Man, I would say that one time he got on the on the 18 must have been due to the uh, the beer bug. You know, like, oh, shit, we, we got to call him up now. Hey, yeah, get that asshole kid we signed from <laughs> fucking Norwich. Bring him up. Let's let him ride pine for 90. And then we'll send him back to where he belongs, the dungeons. So Otisawi back in the Club Rouge dungeons. Um, Mackenzie, 90 in a tie. 
versus Sam Vines Antwerp. Um, and Sam Vines didn't play, which is hmm. weird. He started every game since oh, he's yeah. got off the plane. Well, minus, so, his in, minus his injury weeks. I mean, he might have had a case of like, you know, um, toe herpes or I don't know, whatever. I mean, there could have been like a case of uh, anal clinic, 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 yeah, he had, he, had a, he had a case of the gonorrhea, in a case of twisted ankles. They told him we're not going to take it. Yeah, <laughs> he was in the 18. He didn't play <laughs> either way. Any way you cross it, he didn't play. Marcel, so much fun. Marcel Costley, 90 and a loss for Mannheim. Joaquim Hernandez, 20 for Atlante in the uh, second division in Mexico. Reggie Cannon, 90 in a win playing right center back again. In a 3-4-2-1, is this a trend? I mean, it seems to be. It's two games in a row, two great results. Him playing right center back. So, I mean, he's not a small guy. He's not, like, short. So, he could play right center back if he has to. Working. Um, Alex Mendez, uh, I know he was on the bench for Vizela, but I'm not sure if he played or not. If he did, let us know. Um, I lost interest in following that game because he wasn't <laughs> playing. So I was like, ah, fuck it. Uh, Sebastian Soto, though, was in the 18 for Porto 2. At least he's back in the 18, but he didn't play a single second for Porto 2. This is looking really bad for Soto. Uh, Shashua, 66 um, for uh, Tenerife and a win. Moore was in the 18, did not play. Siabato with big old slapping on the double deuce for us. Four goals for um, young boys against Lugano, who was in right behind them on the table. So that's a big game for them. Um, and they got the win. Tyler Boyd, 74, um, in a win for Sivaspor. They are almost out of relegation. Wow. Because they were bottom of the bucket. And now they're yeah, working. Yedlin will take his place soon. They're working. They're working yeah. the way out, Tyler Boyd. But I have to say, Tyler Boyd is infinitely, he is uh, way in the distance right now for the U.S. men's national team. Way in the distance. They got some playing time yesterday. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> he did. Um, oh, have you seen the Chevrolet commercial that makes you cry? They kick you in the balls. No, it's this guy, old dude, and he goes to his old barn, and his there's an old car in it. He's got a picture of his wife, who's probably passed away, and he starts kind of trembling and crying. And he looks at the car, and it's all old and dusty. It doesn't work anymore, and he's getting really sad because that's the car he and his wife probably met in, or whatever. It's an old car. You're like, ah, damn, this commercial is depressing. And then his daughter, who is nearby, apparently outside of the home, is like, doesn't have binoculars, but can clearly see what is happening inside this barn. Um, decides she's going to fix up her, she's going to fix up her old, her old dad's car for Christmas. And, uh, so she gets together with some folks in the community and they all decide to come together and I'm sure she's paying him some money. She must be. And uh, while he's off to work or wherever he goes to jack off, 
um, they take the car and they fix it and they put it back in the garage and it's like brand new and it works. So this guy comes out from jerking it. He opens his, his garage doors and there's a fucking brand new, his car's totally restored and he starts sobbing and he gets in the car and he turns the key and it starts. And now he's really fucking trying to hold it together. He's like, Oh my fucking God. And then he drives up to the house and there's the daughter and the daughter says, Merry Christmas, Dad. And the car hits him, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think the funny take on that would have been like they take this beat up, this beater, this old beater, and they take it, they go to repair it and they bring it back. And the old man goes out there and he goes opens the door and he goes, What the fuck? And they're like, What's wrong? I'm like, it's a Ford Taurus. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I had a fucking beamer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I I get the idea of this story and why it's supposed to be like, you know, pulling at your heartstrings. But, you know, in the world we live in right now, where hundreds of thousands of people are losing their jobs because of this Rona and there's so much struggle going on, like that's sort of like a a, a wish list thing like oh i really wish i could fix up the car that me and my wife used to drive in back in the 50s and now she's dead and like okay so now someone has the resources to fix up fix up the car excellent great glad it happened but i gotta tell you there are people out here in the world we live in right now dealing with a lot more problems than a guy who has a car in his fucking barn that doesn't work anymore that he relates to his his dead wife like that's i I get it i understand it i i can empathize with the loss there but it is a commercial and the commercial is pushing some really sentimental bullshit that really i just can't get on board with at this point there are lots of people out in the world suffering way worse than this guy who has enough money to have a house in a barn with a old car in it and I'm just sick of these commercials. I'm just sick of them. Like all this, this fucking look how much we're doing for you. No, you're not doing shit for us. Quit fucking lying. All right. Like quit fucking saying you're doing this and that. And that. That's great. I'm glad you're fucking promoting your company by saying all the shit you're jerking right now. But you're jerking. I'm not seeing the solutions from your jerking. So I don't know, Brett. I don't know. I'm done with commercials right now. Ah, all right, rant for the end of the night. Until the next time, make sure you like, subscribe. Brett, do you have anything to add to that? <laughs> or I'm just going alone here. <laughs> I, I honestly don't believe that old guy could be jerking it. So, well, it's it was a uh, it wasn't like a was a uh, uh, symbol, you know, wasn't real, you know, he wasn't really jerking. Metaphorically, it, so. jerk. metaphoric jerk. Right, exactly. Uh, make sure you like, subscribe, share it with uh, Uncle Otis. We already told you, got an Uncle Otis, you got to share it with him. And hit the Gary Busey bell. Um, the Gary Busey bell will let you know when our shows come out. Um, I know it's slow season, folks, but hey, January's right around the corner. Uh, we might have another show before Christmas. I don't know if we are or not, Brett. Are we going to have more shows before Christmas? Mm. No, we're not. This is it. This is segment three. That's going to be coming out on the 22nd, right? That's pretty much yeah, done through yeah. Christmas. And then we'll be back and we'll be on Filippo's show to do the 
Filippo Awards show where he's going to give out awards and we're going to help him figure out who should win those awards. So we will be on Tactical Manager. Check us out there. Until the next time on the Straight Red Card, hold it.